Um, we're here today yes. to talk about popular. popular. We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. Uh, you're Steph. We're going to talk about... Oh, I, yeah, I'm Steph and you're Robin. All right. We're going to talk about the episodes Under Siege and... Uh, what was the other one? Windstruck. Windstruck? Yep. Windstruck. Under Siege and Windstruck. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're settling in. Yeah. We're past the pilot and everything, and this is going to be the show. I, I like these episodes better. I was more in tune with it. I was like, all right, this is – all the characters have been established, and now we can just kind of see them do their thing. The only thing I didn't like, I didn't I, – I, I don't really care about Lily. <laughs> like, I don't care about the, the frog storyline and the working at the chicken shack. Yeah. I'm ready to move past that. Oh, well, the chicken shack thing really made me happy. <laughs> Why? Well, you know the name of the chicken shack. What is the name of the chicken shack? Mr. Clucks. Mr. Clucks. And that's a total, that's that's the origins of something from Lost. I figured you picked up on it. Uh, you pointed out in our group that the story editors for, oh. for popular are Adam Horowitz and Edward Kitsis. And, of course, those are two Lost writers. So uh, I was like, so "Oh my the God, Mr. Clucks, the cl- Mr. That, Clucks, <laughs> that Harley worked at was the same, the same <laughs> restaurant that Lily worked at. I guess I don't know, <laughs> or a chain. Yeah, huh? Whoa, mind blown! I know. That's what I was. I was like, "Oh my God, it's Mr. Clucks! <laughs> like they're doing Mr. Clucks." Uh, this, I'm not sure if they ever worked on anything before this, and um. You know, incorporated Mr. Clucks into anything else, but uh, it's definitely probably not if they were story editors. Yeah, I don't know. Wouldn't that be like their first job? I don't know. I haven't looked really. Yeah, and I can't. You're not allowing me to do any work on this show. Yeah, do nothing, Robin. Do nothing. (laughs) Okay. Don't you dare do anything. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, Steph caught me with some trivia this week, and she made me hand it right over. So, contraband. It's contraband. It's almost <laughs> like I'm a newbie on an intro cast, but really, it's just more like a uh, you know how uh, how I end up take, taking up like my entire week on, on a stinking podcast. I, I appreciate yeah. it. I really do. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm saving you from yourself. Yes. Okay. I, I appreciate so, that. <laughs> in Under Siege. Okay, before in the first episode, mm. Sam was telling her mother she needed to move on. Oh my gosh. Uh, oh, move on? Yeah, but in this episode, Sam is telling oh, her mother, don't you remember your high school sweetheart? Don't you remember dad? You're going to forget him. And she totally like tapes a picture on the bathroom mirror. <laughs> it's like, yeah. ouch, settle down, Sam. But, you know, whatever, it's her, da- it's her dad, so she's, you know, be pretty upset that he's being replaced. Yeah, but it's more, I don't know if it's so much that or it's... um. Brooke is so heinous. Brooke is heinous. And Sam is heinous. Everybody's heinous. <laughs> yeah. 
and she doesn't want her mother to marry this guy. Oh, golly. Uh, so, well, I mean, did did you want to talk about the Lily stuff? You brought it up at first. Um, well, let's first talk about Sandra O. Oh, yes. In the humanities class, where she t- gives them this uh, lesson on, you know, nonconformity and being an individual, yeah. and that's the thing about being a teenager that is so frustrating. Because on one hand, you're being told to be yourself, mm-hmm. be an individual, stand up for your principles. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, you're being told to conform to high school and jump through the hoops and be a good student and be a good citizen and be a good girl and be a good boy. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's so it's so Support frustrating. your teammates. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Team spirit. Uh, mm mm-hmm. Uh, school pride. I like how uh, how Lily, uh, you know, in on in her biology class is being told that she's got to do this thing or, or else, you know. And in, then she goes into humanities, and it's like immediately she's do the opposite. Yeah, she's <laughs> being told that she's got to do this, to, and don't 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 do anything without questioning it, you know. Listen to your mm-hmm. instincts. That's what she said. Yeah. And don't stare don't at me do like I'm a retardo. <laughs> yeah. I was like, whoa, oh whoa. And then all of a sudden uh, she's like, you know, why did you let me say that? You know? Yeah. And uh, I love the – I'm intimidating because I dress fantastically. <laughs> <laughs> that dress was cool. It had little feet. What is this fish doing? It's swimming. It's swimming. That's right. That was cute. <laughs> um, yeah. But now the now the part that I really hated about Lily's story mm. was the Foxy Brown fantasy. What the hell was that? That, that uh, was no, just like that was just uh, like inserted. Because I think it would have been okay if it if it was just her. But then there's Harrison, like yeah, Lou Liberation and uh, Sizzle Emancipation. <laughs> In with Fox, she's Foxy free, and it's called "I'm Gonna Burn Your Animal Experiment Lab Down." Sucka, hush your mouth. <laughs> yeah, it just seemed very. Um, I, you know, I guess that's that they they say this is kind of an absurd absurdist show. That was definitely pretty absurd. Yeah, it just didn't seem like her at all. You know, but. I guess that's why uh let's see it's in the notes somewhere about how the show is really for 35-year-old gay men. It's really not for teenagers. <laughs> uh yeah, I don't know. I I can't say I can't say any 35-year-old gay man out there one who <laughs> let us know if it's for you. Let us know. I don't know. I'm enjoying it. Um it's just this this kind of stuff is um a little off-putting because you're like, "Why? Why are they doing this?" Yeah, that's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> that's supposed to be funny. Yeah. And then there was another. What was the other fantasy? Oh gosh, was it in the same episode? It seemed like it. I can't remember. Oh no! In the other episode, there was the fantasy, uh, the the French fantasy. Oh yes, yes. That seemed a little bit more closer. I mean, at least there's like French class involved, right? Yeah. And she's suddenly seeing Josh in a different – Sam is seeing Josh in a different light. Yeah, yeah. Like she's like, oh, is he really interested in me? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, um, but yeah, that, that fantasy 
it was fun. Um, and yeah, I think it was just a little closer than trying to figure out where the heck I was writing about it in my notes. There's not many notes, I promise. Okay, but in the in the first episode, it's more about Brooke is going to make dinner for everybody. Yes. At the end of the week, so we're trying to get through the week till Brooke's dinner. Mm-hmm. And Brooke and Sam keep having these arguments with each other yeah. about how, oh, your mother's fast. Oh, well, your oh. lot lizard daddy. Da 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 da. Yeah, it's. Uh... It's it's a it's a little tough. I mean, you know, especially when it gets to the dinner part where they're you know they're trying to be polite and there for their parents, but it, it ends up really getting vicious. And uh, and uh, Brooke like vows to never let them move in. <laughs> and uh, and then in just like their confrontation in the back, they're like, you know, I don't know if they're making up, but they're just being honest with each other that um, you know my dad my dad died and. Then Brooke's like, your mom, my mom left, and then uh, Sam's like, it's probably because you're her daughter. <laughs> you yeah. well, the daughter face. like you, I would have left too. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> but and Sam was going through Brooke's closet, get you know, looking at her clothes. Yeah. What was that about? <laughs> I guess that she, I guess Sam is really jealous of Brooke. Yeah. And Sam's gonna have to deal with that. She's gonna have to face that that she is jealous it's like yeah it's it's funny because again she's just like she's jealous but she's also like desperately wants to be brooke Mm, yeah and she wants brooke's uh acceptance but she finds her heinous yeah yeah it's yeah yeah, i guess it's a teenager thing you know yeah oh because so let's go back well, oh, the, what was funny was when Sam got a phone call in biology class, and everybody's phone, everybody thought their phone was ringing. No, it's mine. Yeah. I remember that. I guess that's why we have these different ringtones now. So, <laughs> yeah, this everybody is back, thought this is back when they all yeah. had like Motorola's or yeah. <laughs> everybody's phone sounded the same. Yeah, it's funny. I think so, all these people pull out these big phones. <laughs> yeah. So Sam goes to meet Deep Throat. And it's the theater teacher, oh, and he was God. like, I- "My favorite, like one of my favorite characters. I mean, he is completely over the top, but it's okay because he's the drama." He guy. reminds me. I'm trying to figure out: Do I know him, or have I seen a character like that before? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Is it just the character, or do I know the actor from someplace? You know, he's passed away. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you were great, sir. Uh, yeah, I don't know what very. Name is, but uh, I love the. Uh, uh, the, you know, he hands over the information about the, I think, what was it, the coach's budget or something? Yeah. And then uh, right before he leaves, he's like, Ms. McPherson, not the beret. <laughs> and like the next scene, she's wearing a fedora instead. <laughs> she's and she's typing up her story, you know? Yeah, it's like a it's like a noir. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, then they, and they go to the newspaper spinning and everybody's on the phone. And there's this weird thing where they're That's all wearing face masks. That's what it is. That's masks. what I hated. Oh, really? Yes, those masks. But it was like it was weird. It was like they were all wearing face masks, like not face, like uh, it looked like, like you know mud masks, mud masks. Like, yeah. But then they yeah. were all like different colors, so it was almost like they were getting ready for a pep rally. But that never really 
paid off at all. Um, I guess they just it was kind of threw that in there. Be, just to, I guess I it know. was if they were all on the phone and they were all imagining each other at home with mud masks on their face. Yeah, I don't know. It that's I hated that. I, I hated like it, face masks, nope, so face paint, and uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was interesting. I don't know. I guess that's you know shoestring budget, mm-hmm. brand new WB. Yeah, and I love the. Uh, you know, Mr. Vincent is just awesome. And I was sad to see him get fired at the end of this episode. But, man, he's just like – he gets like – he gets handed over uh, half of the coach's budget and immediately decides to just like put the play on the day of the homecoming game so Josh can't attend it. Yeah. And then it becomes a whole thing whether or not like, uh, you know, Brooke's going to still support Josh – yeah, because the coach calls Brooke and Nicole into the locker room where the guys are showering and walking yeah. around naked. Uh, Which is a little inappropriate. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, he, it was like a fully naked teenager standing there, and the girls are like, ugh. And that guy, we know him as Joan's abusive husband from Mad Men. Oh, really? I thought he looked yeah. familiar. Mm-hmm. And so the coach tells Brooke that he's going to uh, close cheerleading. Yeah. But it's just it's just to try to get Josh to quit theater. Right. Uh, and, oh, and then Nicole was like, oh, plan B. And Brooke can't go through with their plan, but Nicole does. Nicole goes to the blind principal. Why is the principal blind? I have no idea. <laughs> I And, you know, it's funny. I didn't even know. I didn't even realize it, but I then I – after I realized it, I real I also realized that they established it in the last episode. I believe uh-huh. she was walking in and she's blind. But when she was sitting down with the coach and and Mister Vincent, like you know, there was no indication that she was blind. She was just kind of staring ahead. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't it like was like no need, no no TV. There's no point to it. Uh, things, yeah, yeah. And just you know, I guess maybe just you know, there's the cruel joke of Nicole making stupid faces at her. Oh, I hate her so much. Oh, she's. I, I hate her, but she's she's fantastic. Yeah, 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 yeah. This actress <laughs> is doing a great job. I'm just really yeah. hoping it's not like reflecting her true personality because man, Nicole is awful. She is. She is. Uh, she was married to Melissa Mel- Melissa Etheridge. The actress. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Huh. And what? What? They got divorced or something? I think so. I think that's what I read. Did Melissa ever you know, remarry? Do what now? Did Melissa ever remarry? I don't know. I was just wondering if Nicole was not the only one. (laughs) (laughs) I went a long way for that one. It totally (laughs) paid off. Uh, Okay, proceed. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so earlier in the episode when Mr. Grant and uh, Sam, you know, Nicole saw that interaction between Mr. Grant and Sam. And so that's when that the the plan B was to go to the principal and tell her that they were having sex. Mm-hmm. And so then it came out that they had dinner together without a per, uh, uh, a permission slip from the parents. Yeah. And he he got dinged. Uh yeah. And uh it, and Sam didn't make it any easier, you know, once they get confronted about this inappropriate dinner, Sam out and out just blurts out that they had dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, Nicole, yeah, Nicole tells her to stop the presses. But um, I do like the guilt that 
Sam feels after the slap, though. That was nice. You know, she goes to her friends and poor Carmen. Oh, wait, this is not the episode. This is the next episode. Uh, well, everybody's mad at Sam. Yeah. I guess it's over the these two episodes. Uh, some For some reason, Lily's mad that she didn't run an editorial about animal cruelty. Yeah, exactly. You you focusing on the, the cheerleading or whatever, the, the coach's budget, when you should have been focusing on animal torture. Yeah. Like, like that kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. But, they had but I kind of like that. They're they're mad at Sam, and then they finally realize. I guess at the end of the next episode, that the reason Sam's so upset is because no, it's she has. Oh, it is. She yeah. hasn't gotten over her dad. Yeah, that was weird. You know, I figure they're fr- at least Harrison would be friends enough with her to know all about the fact that she's lost her dad. It seemed like they they just were like I don't know. Maybe maybe Carmen just. Uh, didn't know about it. I I don't know. It just seemed like no. It's I mean, well, I mean, a I guess they <laughs> guys don't act like yeah, he just died. Yeah, I mean, I guess that they just don't realize how hard it's been for. Her. Yeah, uh, and that this this situation is just making it worse. Yeah, and Josh uh, kind of breaks away from Brooke, and, and like both like Sam's telling her group that they're that she sucks and. Brooke's telling her group that she kind of deserves Josh stepping away from her. So, yeah. Um, oh, my God. That security what? video and Mr. Vincent is uh, in his designer <laughs> <Yeah>. cat suit. <laughs> and he was warming up with cats. Yeah. Lord of the dance. <laughs> what, who does that look like? Somebody who goes to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was great. Again, sad that he got fired. I hope he comes back. Uh, yeah, and then we get a new. In the next episode, we get a new theater teacher. Right. It, they named and, the Frog Jehovah. Uh huh. <laughs> what was that all about? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, whatever. She's, it's gonna save her. I don't know. I thought it was weird. You know, I know you want to get on the next episode, but the that that burial scene at the end. Lily's burying Jehovah and Josh kind of walks over like yeah like Josh even does Josh know Lily (laughs) and it's like he's just like good job on sticking to your principles and she's like yeah you good job to you too I know you're the other other person in this episode that we've got a that that's also sticking to their your your principles so we should Uh. we should have a conversation even though we never really had a conversation before this show (laughs) Uh, whatever anyway all right, new theater teacher. Mm. I, I don't know her name. I didn't get her name. Windstorms usually lead to romantic entanglements. <laughs> really? <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't know what windstorms. I mean, when the wind blows, we hardly pay attention to it. I guess these are yeah, we, Santa Ana winds. We board up our windows, and you know, when we're trying to uh, impress the uh, the new teacher in town. We end up getting stuck in a house with our big brother, who's possibly gay. Oh wait, this isn't Dawson's Creek. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Home? <laughs> 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 All right. I thought this was so funny. Yeah. I don't know for some reason uh, when the. Uh, when Sam had to sit in Josh's lap, and we got a Woodrow Wilson on aisle three. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Yep, yep. And then that makes Sam wonder, "Oh, does he really like me?" Yeah. And then in biology class, Mary Cherry—I I don't even know what she said—but <laughs> Mary Cherry had to, was trying to let everybody know that. <laughs> 
it doesn't mean that anything for a teenage boy, oh, you know, for I, that to happen to a teenage boy. Yeah. Yeah. She, she like asked the teacher to explain, to explain and explain why. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, the teacher had God. no idea what she was talking about. <laughs> yeah. It, it could happen in response to somebody they're attracted to, or it could just happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, uh, you know, Nicole's trying to get Brooke, you know, is thinking that she should like get Josh back by being more sexy, and there's this whole thing where she's got to lose a bra and perhaps use some ice cubes on her nipples. I'm like, oh my god, these are teenagers! Stop! I know yeah. they're doing that in the middle of school, yeah, middle of school day. Uh, um, and then, so then, uh, Brooke's going to go home at four twenty. They're going to do it at four twenty, and yeah. Josh has got to get out of football practice uh-huh. to go to run, go do this. And then Brooke gets mad because it comes out that they're virgins. Yeah. Like everybody knows. Everybody knows Mary, because uh, – Mary Cherry heard it and spread it. Yeah. Was this the So email? it's really weird. Huh? No, this is uh, – the first thing is the um, the uh, boner. <laughs> this yeah. App. The first thing is the boner because Josh tells Sam not to tell anybody, but she's already told Carmen. And, and this – this is such a high school thing. Classic. You know, you've already told somebody, and somebody tells you not to say anything, and you're like, oh, okay, I won't. Well, surely that other person won't say anything. Well, of course they will. She wrote an email and accidentally sent it because she was <laughs> trying to pick all. up a trying to pick up a, a gummy worm. Yeah, she was. She okay. wasn't like half asleep. <laughs> It hit send all by mistake, like uh, Joey Potter. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, so, oh, here's this, uh, here's this uh, little internet is new and dangerous trope. <laughs> like, yeah. be careful what you do on the internet. <laughs> yeah. So everybody knows that Sam caused Josh to, you know, that, and then, <laughs> and then in the middle of that, Mary Cherry over her. See. I don't understand Mary Cherry's motivation for nope, these things. She is. She. It's like she's a. Yeah. Yeah. But she's. I don't know. You, it's weird. She, she's. She's not devoted to anybody. Right. So she overhears that. And she tells everybody that she's so Josh weird. And, she. It's. Yeah. Said, she said it. She came out in the last episode that she had a rib removed. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> and then this well, mishap with the Bunsen burner. Like. And how she yeah, that was so. Up. That was so. Oh, Nicole Coser Latoya. <laughs> uh, that was great. Yeah, that Bunsen burner thing was just out of nowhere. You know who came out of nowhere that turned out to be uh, my now replacement for Mister Vincent as my new favorite character, <laughs> Bo- Bolo Tie Guy Emery. <laughs> this guy. Oh my god. Oh my god! Like the be my lapdog uh, uh, spray paint in the locker. He's laughing about that, and uh, and then when Nicole squatted down to pick up oh something, god. and she farted. Oh my god, that was so funny! <laughs> and he's selling like bolo ties with like butt cheeks on them and v- yeah, like vaginas. And that I is think. okay. That is so true. If you want to sell things, yeah. Sell one to a female. Yeah, yeah. And then everybody, every other female in the vicinity will want one, <laughs> no matter what it is. Yeah. And it's marketing 101. I love that, you know, of all the people that get taken advantage of 
it'd be Nicole. I'm so happy. I was like, that's right. But yeah, of course, since correct. Nicole's wearing them, everybody's got to wear them. And so Emery's making money now. Yeah. And then when, okay, so uh, let me take 10 steps back. Oh, yeah, so sure. when Josh and Brooke are trying to lose their virginity at 420, she gets mad because everybody knows that they're virgins. And so they get they get in a fight. He leaves and he knocks on the audiovisual door. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they're in there talking because he needs a friend to talk to, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then Nicole walks by and sees them talking, and then she farts again. <laughs> I know it's like she tries spying on them, but it, it, she lets out some gas and it runs off. <laughs> oh my god, that was so funny. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, the bros are calling out Josh for lying up to them about having sex, which I guess you know. I mean, it's understandable. Yeah, that's kind of it's kind of pathetic. Yeah, I mean, it's like, why would you lie to us about that? You know, you're trying to make it seem like you're all experienced and stuff, and you don't know anything either. Uh, oh yeah, we missed the we've passed the French pan- fantasy, but yeah, I got to say the French uh, fantasy is pretty great, uh, and and I love how it turns from like I don't know, like just like Josh. Who I wrote It's Josh wearing Sam's beret for, From the last episode uh, <laughs> um, It turns into like A Saturday Night Fever thing <laughs> Yeah that song was like Such a Saturday Night yeah. Fever Knockoff uh, I d- Yeah I didn't get the the c- Correlation between Saturday Night Fever and France And then there was this weird thing where Sam answers the phone and it's Lily trying to call her, but gets interrupted by her boss who's like, are you washing your breasts? (laughs) But he's talking about the chicken breasts and she hangs up and she's like, what the hell was that? Well, and Sam was like, Josh, is that Josh? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Uh, uh, I I hope this Sam and Josh thing like never comes back. Like I'll be okay if, if it doesn't. Yeah, I'm still like thinking he's going to end up being gay at some point, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. They had some chemistry. I mean, yeah, they were cute together. Yeah. I was kind of, I was kind of rooting for it. Yeah. Um. Oh, so who said oh and then the co- uh, wait, what? Well, in the in the bathroom after the uh, the boner incident. <laughs> um, uh huh. Sam is completely clueless about the fact that the story got out, and she gets confronted in the bathroom. And uh, I think it was it was a Brooke or Nicole. It was like really a horrible thing to say, which is no matter how thirsty we get, we don't drink out of the toilet. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a good cut down. Anyway, let's talk about this bath. Yeah, they they mentioned they they address the bathroom because mm. like Mary Cherry is like, why is this bathroom so luxurious? <laughs> it's a it's a crazy looking bathroom. Like yeah, a, it's like not like a bathroom you would find in a high school. Yeah, but it's a place where they're all going to meet up, so I suppose it's designed that way. Yeah. Well, uh, in the notes it says the bathroom set is known as the Novak because Ryan Murphy found out that in the past actors, actresses used to donate money to schools in the 1950s. Kim Novak had do- donated money to a school in Santa Monica. Hmm. And since the show is set there, her head cannon. Their headcanon was that she had donated to Kennedy High School for the boudoir. <laughs> nice. The homecoming photos in the bathroom are all Disney employees or stand-ins. <laughs> that's right. There's a bunch of pictures in there. Yeah. So weird. That's that's kind of like a surreal place, I, I, I got to say. It's, it's very strange. 
it's very strange. And that's so California. Yeah, I guess that so. actors used to donate money to schools. <laughs> oh, did you read this? That Chad Lowe was supposed to have been the male lead, but as the stories were writ- were written, uh, they weren't interested in the adults, so they started to focus more on the teen leads, hmm. and he sort of disappears. Yeah. Originally. He was going to be more involved with the Sam and Brooks stuff. Did you read that uh, last y- week? Yeah, no, I didn't read it last week. But uh, I was, I had that. See, this is when I had the notes. I had it saved for whenever he he leaves the show. I'm not sure when he leaves the show, but uh, I think he, I don't. Well, I don't think he's on for many more episodes. Well, and I also read in the notes that you know, in the uh, first episode where she has the fantasy that you know he takes his shirt off. Yeah. That that was a body double. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not but see now that. Josh does not have a body double. Uh, oh, man, Chad, you got to get it together, buddy. Uh, so how about this uh, this weird scene in Mr. Clucks where this old guy is like, uh, who, I'm, I'm sorry, like, I thought there was going to be some joke about the fact that the guy had a large chest and there was going to be some sort of breast joke. You know, because there was stuff about breasts before, um, but it never came up. Maybe, maybe it was, maybe it was cut because I don't know. The guy looked like really out of shape, and he had like a larger chest. <laughs> but then, you know, I just kept staring at. Did he have a stain on his shirt? Uh, maybe he did. I was like staring at that stain. Yeah, like, that's unprofessional. <laughs> And, you know, but it, he he was like a sympathetic guy. He's like, oh man, I didn't want you to have to eat that. And she's just yeah, because the boss the forced her. That's that's ter- okay. As a vegetarian, that's terrible and cruel to force somebody to eat meat. Right. Like I would not force somebody to eat something that they don't eat. Right. You know, that's just that's cruel. Yeah. And people laughing about serving somebody food with that has meat in it. And then, and they don't know. I think that's just awful. It's like uh, I yeah, don't know. I think just, that's yeah, reprehensible. Yeah, totally. It's like uh, I don't know. If you, it's like feeding like uh, what was it, like a pig a piece of bacon. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's awful. Oh my gosh! This water park we used to go to uh, had little grills. It was in the middle of a cow pasture, like there were cows on each side, mm-hmm. and there were grills, and we grilled hamburgers one day. And when we started up the grill, the cows come running. Oh, man. And people were feeding cows hamburgers. Oh, that's how you get mad cow disease, right? Is it? That's how That's how I think it, it came about. They they ate their, uh, they ate beef. Maybe it was poison beef or something. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yo, it wasn't cow disease. It was mad cow disease, you know? <laughs> Yo. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think this stuff. Let's see, where are we at now? Mm. Uh, I think we're at the Josh tequila Sam. scene. Huh? I think we're at the tequila scene. But oh yeah, so so um, Nicole and Brooke get drunk by the pool. Mm-hmm. Nicole tells and her that Josh is now hanging out with Sam, so that's what and, makes Brooke want to get drunk. Okay, and Harrison is watching, <laughs> spying on him from his bedroom window, and so when uh, Nicole goes in to. Because her arms are fat to put on a leather jacket. <laughs> uh, Brooke has Harrison come down. She talks to him and she's like, am I prettier than Sam? Oh, yeah, right. I do like that he's like, I don't know, unlike maybe a regular teenage boy. 
<laughs> he's like, listen, don't talk about my friend that way, and re- refuses to be kind of like flirted with, you know, or used in that way. Yeah. Whereas I think a regular teenage boy would be like, uh, okay, I guess I'll kiss you right now while <laughs> you're drunk. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he does kind of a creepy thing with the whole kissing the lipstick glass later. <laughs> but other than that, it was all pretty honorable. He he like sits there like it was probably the best night of his life. Did he say it was the best night of his life? Like she's just probably sleeping so. on his lap like the entire night. Or wait, no, he's, yeah, he like he like got up after a little while and sat and like, well, when the dad came home, yeah. dad found him in the living room. So. Yeah, I was honestly when she laid in his lap, I was waiting for another erection joke. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for her to be like, "Ow, what? Hey!" <laughs> but uh, I guess they didn't want to go that far with that. Um, Sam says something about being embarrassed in elementary school for writing a poem for a boy, and I guess they're implicating that she wrote that poem for Josh. Uh, Maybe they not. did. She didn't say, but possibly. I don't know. Uh, um, oh, uh, Lily quits Mr. Clocks, but her mom makes her. Yeah, because they again. must be broke. broke. Yeah. And Josh plagiarizes a poem from a song. Uh, and but unfortunately, Sam is up. Gets gets to find out that he was actually doing it for Brooke. And uh, Sam and Harrison get to watch the makeup. <laughs> oh. Yeah. That was cruel because Harrison and Sam they were in the same boat. They were right. they were the the person that was being used to until you know, until they got back. Hey, weren't you ever that person? I was you know. The the person that That you know friend. you know that they're only temporarily showing you attention yes. until they get back together with with the yeah, was I that person? I was always that person. <laughs> I was always like, I, I, I always had like a cadre of uh, gorgeous females around me in high school all the time, and because you were funny, because yeah, I was funny, and you know, I I listened and I talked, and uh, you know, as soon as they were done uh, feeling, I, 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 it's like you know, I was the cooler, you know, <laughs> I, I, I got them all. Ready and they went back. They go back out and paid me no more attention after I've after I've helped them. I don't know. Maybe I'm making myself seem more important than I really was. <laughs> <laughs> but it, 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 I do remember feeling like Harrison. I I have had I I've had the drunk girl fall asleep in my lap before and just <laughs> been on my best behavior, hope, hoping that maybe the next day she'll like appreciate remember that yeah yeah give you something in return yeah i guess it sounds awful to say that but you know well that you would be rewarded for your uh chivalry yes exactly Mm -hmm. whereas it was it'd just be like thanks and which is really all i deserve but (laughs) i was always like oh man she'll really like me now oh well uh being a teenager sucks it really does Okay, the, the, I like this. This is fun here. This Carly was a runner-up for Brooke. Carly, oh, Carly Sam. Pope, who Sam plays... was the runner-up for Brooke. Mm. Tamara, who is Lily, Lily tested for Sam, but ended ended up being te- being cast as Lily. Mm-hmm. And after she researched, she did research. After she researched her character, she became a vegetarian. <laughs> That's funny. 
I love Leslie Grossman. Oh, Wait, I'm sorry. No, I just wanted to, there's like one little last part of the episode I want to mention. It was about Lily. I, I love how the last scene is uh, her having to work at Mr. Clucks again. And it kind of all ties it together with we have the setup of Sam and Harrison just talking about how basically talking about how being they really enjoyed being cl- kind of close to the sun <laughs> for a little while. Uh, uh, and, you know, watching. Josh and uh, Brooke walking together outside down the street, and yeah. uh, they're sitting there both longingly looking at them. And then all of a sudden, Lily kind of busts in on, on the conversation and is like, "Here, take the relish. Don't say a word. Just take the relish." <laughs> <laughs> it's just like she's got to rebel somehow, and it's going to be, uh, you know, looting them of relish and sending it out with their with her friends. <laughs> so I thought that was yeah. funny. Yeah, I mean, she's cute. Yeah. Tamara Lily, she's cute, but I just I'm just ready to move on past this. Add some more layers. Okay. Maybe maybe it'll be something more interesting. I think you were just put off by that fantasy, which was kind yeah. of really ridiculous. I agree. It was just out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh Leslie Grossman, okay, this is uh Mary Cherry. Oh, Mary Cherry was the runner up for for Nicole. Nice. Ryan Murphy loved her so much he created Mary Cherry for her. <laughs> She is a delight. The role was so stylized that Ryan Murphy would come down to the set to ensure that she did the lines exactly how he wanted them. <laughs> For example, when should her voice rise and fall and all her hand gestures. <laughs> it's funny that everybody calls her Mary Cherry. She's like the Dan Patch of this show. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is it well, not don't Mary? you know people like, I think it's because Mary is such a common name. Yeah. Like, uh, like we have had a coworker, her name was Mary Todd, and we called her Mary Todd. We did not call her Mary. <laughs> it was Mary Todd. Yeah, that's true. I have a coworker, her name is Mary Pat, and I'm always like, I always feel weird saying that name, like Mary Pat, you know? I just but it's what Mary. everybody calls her. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, Leslie Grossman wanted her accent to be the worst, <laughs> fakest southern accent ever. And I think it is. that It's... It's so bad it's good. Uh-huh. Because of her role, because her role was so intense and physical, she actually had a deal where she had every fourth episode off. Huh. Well, not so far. No. Uh, Leslie Bibb was the first choice for Brooke. Uh-huh. Brooke's look was based off two people, Gwyneth Paltrow and Carolyn Bissett Kennedy. Uh-huh. Brooke's okay. zigzag part was quite was quiet rebellion against Ryan Murphy's strict hair rules. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Ron Lester was brought in by the director of the pilot after he had worked with him on Varsity Blues. Ah, so that he the Varsity Blues was the egg, and this mm-hmm. was the chicken. <laughs> Sugar Daddy's name was originally Mike Bernardino. Mm-hmm. Ron Lester said he had liked the character but didn't like Mike. And that he wanted to be called Sugar Daddy, and then they spent a lot of money to make sure all uh, a lot of money to make all the SD necklaces. Hmm. Bryce was recast, and his scenes in the pilot all had to be reshot. That's Josh. Oh, okay. Sarah Rue was the first choice for Carmen. Only two people tested for the part. The other actress went on to be cast in Hairspray. Huh. Do they mean Ricky Lake? What year was that? That hairspray? Uh huh. Gee, I don't know. Uh, Bobby Glass. (laughs) Bobby Glass was a two line part, but they loved the actress in the the audition, so they wrote 
so so much they rewrote the part so it should be a regular. Well, that's weird. Maybe it's, maybe it's a Broadway play because uh, there's the 1988 Hairspray and then there's the 2007 Hairspray. And we're in the 1990s, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, so maybe it's Broadway. Anyway. What else? Do you have any more notes? Um, I don't think so. Uh, Bolo Tie Guy is my spirit animal. Uh, <laughs> Emery. Um... No, I don't think so. I did like the teacher, the new drama teacher or whatever. Um, what was that line? If you strive with the gods, you'll be destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Sam and Harrison are, well, not exactly destroyed, but have to face reality, unfortunately, at the end. <laughs> we'll see how it goes after this. I don't have anything else to Well, next episodes we watch are Slumber Party Massacre. That sounds fun. Yeah. Hopefully lots of people and, die. <laughs> and truth or consequences. Oh. Well, I look forward to chatting about them with you. Oh, popular person that um, I I glom onto so I can get your popularity. <laughs> I wish you just look me for who I am. <laughs> I'm so old. I don't care about what other people think. <laughs> All right. Cool. I'll meet All you right, in the Novak. <laughs> Okay. Uh, nobody listens to you if they think you have an agenda, do they? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> there are no scripts to be found of this show. Oh, no. Like, there you aren't. can't just, like, you can't, you have to just grab something real quick while you're watching. Yeah, that's true. Maybe my quote should have been. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I find that so funny? <laughs> Because farts are funny. Because I'm a 12-year-old boy. (laughs) If you're a 14-year-old girl, I'm a 12-year-old boy. (laughs) Yes. And that's why we have a teen drama podcast. (laughs) 